Yeah, by the way, thank you for having me. No, it's great. I think what you're doing is, is, is more technical than a lot of projects. So, so, so yeah, tell Maybe, us about uh, Stake Technologies. So Stake Technology is the company behind Plasm Network. And the Plasm Network is a layer one blockchain that has a layer two protocol on Polkadot. And the, I'm going to describe Plasm Network maybe later. And the stake technology is a company. And the, we have uh, two branches, the parent office in Japan and the branch uh, in Singapore. And the, our mission is to make Web3 scalable and the, we would like to make DAO. So in the long run, let's say three or four years, um, my company will be closed. And the, we are going to make the foundation. And the, after that, our uh, foundation will be closed in the long run, let's say 10 years. So I would like to make the decentralized autonomous organization and I will be contributing to the product network as a, one of the single contributor in the future. So but, uh, this is very totally new idea, I think. Since a product will be learning forever, I hope more than like, uh, you know, 500 million variation mm -hmm. and the, but the company will be closed. This is a very new idea. I think yeah. the company and the foundation will be closed, but the product will be survived. Japan has a very traditional sort of like corporate culture, right? Uh, the yeah, exactly. uh, salary men, right? I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, the idea pretty radical. I imagine, you know, you described that plasm network will be a mm -hmm. layer two solution on top of mm -hmm. Polkadot, which by itself yep. is already a scaling solution, right? Because if you think about right. ETH2, what they're trying to do, you know, sharding, well, Polkadot is mm -hmm. already doing that, doing that, right? With power mm -hmm. chains. So mm -hmm. maybe can you talk about um, the method that you are using to achieve a layer two solution? Well, maybe first, actually, let's t talk about layer two solution because I, I believe what you're mentioning there is more than just TPS. You're talking about yeah, yeah, smart contract, exactly. you know, scalability. Mm -hmm. So yeah, let's, let's hear from you. Got it. Um, so first Polkadot. Polkadot consists of relay chain and parachain. Uh, relay chain is the heart of the Polkadot. And the parachain will be connected to relay chain and which has own logic. So let's say one parachain can be DeFi parachain or IoT parachain, scalability parachain, and privacy parachain. Uh, the important thing is the Polkadot relay chain, the heart of the Polkadot, does not support smart contract by design. So all the people, all the developers in the Polkadot ecosystem need at least one parachain which supports smart contract very well. And the, when it comes to smart contract, I think the, the scalability gonna be the top issue we will have. And the, as you said, uh, Polkadot is also a scaling solution, but this is the layer one scaling solution since Polkadot has a sharding issue architecture. And the, when we say scalability solution, uh, many people think about like a TPS, transaction per second, but I think this is wrong. So scaling solution is all about for like a mass adoption. So it's also uh, for cheaper gas and the faster finality and the much more stronger security and the privacy and so on. So uh, we are focusing on rollup uh, at this moment, since rollup is the new scaling solution that supports smart contract on layer two. And the, we have implemented the Plasma the Plasma is mainly for a token transfer 
And the, in terms of the data availability, it's, it's not so good. So if you would like to exchange just simple token, token it, it's good, it's good right now. But in terms of like a smart contract, it's not enough. And the, also the reason why we are implementing layer two on the top of Polkadot is that um, currently less than 1% of people are using blockchain, but it's almost full. So Polkadot is scalable, but uh, let's see, uh, five years later or 10 years later, much more, much, yeah, too many people will be using blockchain. And the, I think the, even Polkadot, this is gonna be layer one, gonna be full. So we need a vertical scalability because vertical scalability will be much more flexible right. than horizontal scalability. Right, right. So I think yeah. the comparison for people to understand there would be uh, if, you know, in ETH2, there are two parts. One is the mm -hmm. sharding and the second part is the yep. roll-up, right? Uh, the the yep, exactly. so sharding is the horizontal scalability layer one solution. Uh, whereas uh, vertically speaking, you have roll-up. Currently, Ethereum Foundation is focused on roll-up. Now, you mentioned about plasm, uh, Plasma. Mm -hmm. I, I was mm -hmm. reading your white paper, and I guess when you your white paper was written back in March or April this year, you know, you were focusing yeah. on Plasma. And I, I, I had a question, which is that, you know, Plasma, um, if, I, if I take an Ethereum equivalent, such as Omise Go, uh, mm -hmm. they yeah. do not support smart contract, right? And yep. uh, it is basically a, a, a child chain or side chain, and then you basically uh, use the Ethereum main main chain, well, I guess they call it the beacon chain, right, to, to, to store yep. data. So mm -hmm. are you currently moving away from that particular solution to focusing on roll-up? Yeah, um, so the, yeah, let's talk about like a plasma first. And the Omisego invented uh, Plasma and the Joseph and Vitalik wrote a white paper. And the Omisego is the, the you know, a, a company behind all uh, Shinka. Uh, it was Omise, mm. the parent company. Mm. And the that parent company has, a, you know, a payment use case, like mobile payment use case. So they are just focusing on the payment. So the plasma is enough to make a payment use case, right. but uh, uh, we are doing much more than like a payment. So we would like to support smart contract on the top of the plasma network and on layer two. So we need roll up and the, yeah, plasma is much more scalable than the roll up, but uh, in, in what way? Token. In, in what way? In, in a token transfer, okay. a TPS. Okay, yeah. So, but uh, we do not need a super huge token transfer uh, scalability on the top of the Plasma network. So we need scalability for the smart contract. That's why we are going to focus more on optimistic rollup and the ZK rollup. Mm, mm. And the Ethereum, uh, regarding Ethereum 2.0, uh, it's going to be a sharding ish architecture and the Polkadot has also a sharding ish architecture. Obviously, uh, Polkadot and Ethereum are two different things, but uh, it's uh, a little bit similar. And the Ethereum will support rollup and the Polkadot will be supporting rollup through Plasma Network. Right. 
And um, yep. I, I, I actually have a, a question regarding that. Um, and, and, and here's where I need your expertise. So roll up uh, is a mm -hmm. form of uh, fraud validity, right? Uh, in terms of yep. data availability uh, approach. And mm -hmm. I think compared to ZK Rollup, ZK Rollup is mm -hmm. when you submit your, I guess, Merkle roots, you already mm -hmm. has approved within the solution. So people don't need mm -hmm. to check it, right? Whereas in, in, in the optimistic yep. rollup, you assume there's yeah. no fraud and then you go check it. Yep. Um, yep. Maybe you have changed this since the, the, the time when you wrote the white paper, but you know, mm -hmm. uh, in the white paper, I mean, even in a plasma chain, you still need somebody, a validator, to 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 check the transactions, right? So the right. The, the criticism, or not criticism, but maybe it challenges for the fraud validity proof is that you got to pay somebody to always be there to to watch out for it, right? Right, right. So, so what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, um, I think the in terms of the layer two solution, uh, trustnet trustless is a really important factor. But it can be trusted; it can be centralized to make high scalable smart contract platform on layer two. So uh, the important things is the the you know um, the the uh, collaboration between uh, trustless and the trusted party and the decentralized point and the centralized point. So, so in terms of the layer two solution, uh, validator, the operator, we said operator, operator can be centralized, but uh, the participants on layer two can be safely exit from layer two to layer one without permission of the operator. That's, that's the important part. So layer two can be centralized since the operator is managing layer two, but uh, layer two participants can exit from layer two to layer one without permission. In this sense, uh, layer two will be uh, decentralized. So if if there is a malicious operator and who submitted mm -hmm. a, 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 a wrong, uh, uh, an invalid yep. block, so yep. This goes to you, let's say, uh, your chain, right? Because you will be the layer one in this case, right? And then, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, let's say I'm a user and I see this. Mm -hmm. um, when I see this, the main chain has already recorded this, right? Um, mm -hmm. This data, right? So the, then mm -hmm. normally I would have a, what's the word for this? I have had a period of time where I can dispute, mm -hmm. right? So uh, I guess then the question becomes, Okay, um, as a user, um, let's say a non-technical user, what do mm -hmm. you need to do to then be able to exit? Because on, on, the, on your main chain, the, the state transition mm -hmm. has already happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, that's the uh, important part. So technically speaking, there are two chains, the layer one blockchain and the sort of layer 1.5 blockchain. So it was originally invented as a shadow chain. So all the information will be available on layer one, but block will be validated on layer 1.5. And the, so let's say, uh, so you, you make a transaction on layer 1.5 and the, your transaction, the macro route will be submitted to layer one in every single selected period, let's say two weeks or something like that. In the two weeks, you can you can make a dispute from layer two to layer one, 
then the, the block can be rolled back. Yeah, that's why I think that's why uh, many people said this solution rolled up. So it can be the rolled back and the, the state can be changed. And the actor that the, the rigid state will be, or rigid states on layer 1.5 will be committed to layer one. So that's why uh, we can make a scalable smart contract platform. Right, right. So the, yeah. Uh, uh, so so my I, I, I understand that conceptually, right? But I'm trying to understand, you know, if a guy like, so, you know, if, if mm -hmm. a guy like me who's not a developer, uh, yep. you know, do I do I go to like a uh, plasma scan, which is like an ether scan? I I, I need to yeah. I show you what what happened before the state. This yeah. is my this is my uh this is how much I got in my wallet. Now I have this much. Mm -hmm. This is not right. Is that is that how mm -hmm. it works? Um. So I think we definitely need a uh, explorer, block explorer on layer two, and the you know wallet on uh, layer layer two wallet. And the, I think it's uh, under the active development and some Ethereum project has already made the wallet and also Explorer, but uh, it's also under the active development. So, you know, uh, user interface can be changed. And the, we do not have a best practice yet. So we are going to finish implementing uh, OVM, optimistic virtual machine yep. in one month or two months. Mm -hmm. And then we are going to make the rollout. So uh, we have to think about UI and the UX, especially I think UX is very important for the, the general user, since many of them cannot understand what rollout is and how it works. Right, right. And I, I mean, even if yeah. you understand it conceptually, I mean, I, I think I have a very minimum grasp on, on it conceptually. But technically speaking, yep. uh, you know, what are the steps I need to go through to actually dispute, right? Uh, yep. I think that's part of the execution. Uh, obviously, like you said, yep. I don't think people have solved this yet because I think even optimistic rollup is quite new. Um, yep. People weren't talking about this. Um, but if you if, if we were to think about um, the, the users, right? Because um, again, I'm trying to understand this better. In your white paper that I read, you know, you are the... I guess layer 1.5, and then you have your chow mm -hmm. chain, right? These be layer mm -hmm. twos, mm -hmm. right? Um, mm -hmm. So the people who are using these layer twos, uh, I guess uh, this could be a a DAP, right? Or it could be yep. another blockchain on top of you. Um, yep. These people, the users of them will be just be like ordinary users like me, right? Uh, yep. These will mm -hmm. not be developer focused. Okay, I got mm -hmm. got that part. Got that part. So in terms of you know, comparisons to other, I guess, Polkadot projects such as Moonbeam. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe they, mm -hmm. I read their meeting article about how they are doing a EVM compatible uh, yep. approach where Ethereum developers can literally just port their code and then these, these yep. apps will be on Polkadot. Like, how, yep. how, how, what, what's, what's the solution there for Pleasant? Oh yeah, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, so we also support Ethereum virtual machine and the, you can deploy Solidity contract with MetaMask and the Remix uh, on Plasma Network and you can do it today. And we have a uh, English documentation and the, we also support Inc. So which is the last EDSL language made by Parity Technologies and the so Ink smart contract is uh, original smart contract on the top of Polkadot and Substrate. And the, we also support Solidity so that you can, you can deploy 
Solidity language and ink language smart contract on the top of layer one, our layer one. And the, we are going to support Truffle and the other MetaMask, other Ethereum tools on the top of Plasma Network. And also, uh, we are only one team who has layer two solution on, on the Polkadot. I think that's going to be a huge advantage in the long run. In the short run, we also support community viewers, which means, uh, you know, by making DAPs on the top of Plasma Network, you can get basic income. So the the question was that uh, Ethereum developer was definitely contributing to the ecosystem, but uh, they are paying a lot of gas, right? <laughs> it, it does not make sense for me. So uh, on Plasma Network, 50% of block reward goes to body data, and the 50% of block reward goes to community. And the the reward will be distributed based on the performance and the contribution. So by making dApps on the top of Plasma Network, you can get basic income. So which is going to be a huge advantage right. for us. I mean, so, so here's an interesting question for you, which is that the reason <clears throat> that you are, requ you are required to pay gas, gas fee for <clears throat> deploying smart contracts is that you know, to increase network efficiency, right? Like people can make, right. you can spam, you can spam the network. That's right. why you request uh, to, to pay. So if you're giving these people money for them to make mm -hmm. anything they want, what's mm -hmm. to prevent them from spamming the network or, or, or attack? Cool, cool. Yeah, um, so in terms of the day one, you have to pay gas to make a tran transaction or make application on layer one. But in terms of the layer two, you don't need to pay the, the gas too much. Since so when you make a DAX on the top of layer two, you have to deposit, let's say 100 PLM token on layer one. And the, there will be a constant transaction from layer two to layer one. Let's say um, one times in a 10 seconds, in a one minute or et cetera. Mm -hmm. So 100 deposit became 99, 98, 97 and 95. Mm -hmm. Once the deposit became zero, mm -hmm. your layer two will be removed. So to maintain the application on layer one, you have to, layer one, layer two, you have to purchase PLM token. That's why uh, the token capture the value. And they also, uh, you can make the layer two application cheaply without high gas. Right. So I guess what you're saying is that uh, because there is a bonding, right? So any people who want to, mm -hmm. who want to operate on, on top of your solution, they need to bond, mm -hmm. um, you know, sort of like aligning incentives. Um, but you also allow them to earn um, as part of being yep. as being part of the ecosystem, right? Plasm ecosystem. Yep. So I guess then essentially what you're doing is that making it um, I mean, I, I don't know the math involved in staking Plasm and mm -hmm. then pay and, and then earning Plasm. I don't know uh, mm -hmm. your distribution formula, so I can't work out if they'll be earning more or if they, essentially if they'll be paid to be on there, mm -hmm. or if they have to pay to be on there. Right? I can't work out the math because I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. I guess, but but they're gonna have to be paying to be to be one to be there. Otherwise, there's no network yeah. security, right? 
Yep. So they have to pay the gas, but uh, based on the performance, they can get the income. So it's kind of like, a, you know, our daily life. We have to pay the salary and the tax, right? We have to pay the tax, but we can get a salary based on our performance. So the salary can be more than the tax. So the DAPs can be sustainable. Oh, interesting. So, so um, what do you mean by performance? How do you measure performance? Yeah, cool. Um, Plasma is really a community-driven project. So a token holder will decide the performance. And the token holder can vote. Let's say this is a good project or this is a non-project. They can vote. And the by voting, they can get a PLM token. So this we incentivize people to vote on the good project or bad project. And the based on the voting, uh, good project and the bad project can be decided by token. I see. The voting. I see. So they can get uh, the income based on the number of votes. Okay. So basically, I get imagine there will be you know a. a, a a proposal to be voted on and then people mm -hmm. will then stake plasm to vote on the distribution of that particular i guess it's like right. it's like distribution of a treasury or something okay we, we have this right plan. exactly right exactly right. and the yeah um i think this is really good idea since the the it's really sustainable ground and the sun foundation has a portion let's say five percent or ten percent of token and this can be distributed, but it's not sustainable since, you know, uh, this is just a 10% of all supply or something like that. But uh, our grant and the, our mechanism is sustainable because so block is mined <laughs> forever. Then the, the based on the performance, uh, they can get basic income. I see. I see. So. I guess okay, uh, this is very interesting, right? I I, I don't know if, the, if there's any other project that allows this. Um, yeah, I don't know either. So probably uh, the we are the one of the first inventor. Yeah, this will be a super interesting, uh, I guess, um, uh, experiment uh, uh, because. Uh, but then again, to be honest, right? You you were saying how um, you know you wanted to create a DAO system for this, mm -hmm. but DAO will not be obviously live when the when when you first go online right first go online you're going to have a foundation mm -hmm. um, yep so exactly when you first go online will the foundation decide who will be earning the rewards yeah uh since foundation and the our company has a lot of PRM, so we can decide the good project and the bad project but this is fine so we are uh going to we are heading to the decentralization but process can be centralized at the first point because the the speed and the you know uh the the fast development is much more important than decentralization at the first point but decentralization will be very important in the long run so that's why we would like to make a DAO but uh we are running company at this moment mm -hmm. and the Polkadot has the same approach the Polkadot is led by Parity Technologies and Web3 Foundation and the Dr. Gavin Earth, which is uh, really centralized at the first point, but it will be decentralized. And the Polkadot has an on-chain governance and the, you know, um, the number of the token will be decreasing, I guess. So I do like that kind of approach. Mm, I agree. I agree. I think it is when you are first starting up, um, you need mm -hmm. to bootstrap the network. You need to have people to build on it. Right. A decentralized approach does not work, 
Um, yeah. It doesn't work. You and it takes a lot of time. Yes, exactly. You're going to have, if you want people to govern a city, first you need to build a city. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, I, I guess another question I have is that, you know, you were mentioning how um, Plasm is one of the first uh, is a smart contract powertrain on the mm-hmm. test net or Coco, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So um, my question is that, first of all, what's the difference between Rococo and Kusama? Cool. Um, so Rococo is the Polkadot testnet, and the Kusama is the Canary network. It's around uh, the mainnet, but a copy of the Polkadot. So Kusama is the mainnet, and the Rococo is the testnet. So uh, we connected the Plasma network to Rococo as a first parachain. Yeah, it was really tough, by the way. So we have to catch up with all the parity update. <laughs> and then we connected our blockchain to Rococo. And the Rococo is still testament. So um, in the XMP, cross-chain messaging passing is not realized yet. So the first we are going to test cross-chain messaging passing on the Polkadot testament. And then uh, we are going to test the Polkadot later. So, uh, uh, you know, Kusama has been, you know, termed as a canary network, but it, yeah, it was compared info. to like a, 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 as a testnet for Polkadot. So when you move from Rococo to Polkadot, you, mm-hmm. will you be on Kusama or, or do you go straight to Polkadot? Yeah, uh, I think this is a good question. Um, we are thinking about it right now, but, uh, so some projects will make a two network, uh, network for Xama and network for the Polkadot. But I'm, I'm wondering whether it's a good approach or not. Since uh, as a startup, we should focus on one thing rather than the two things. So the Xama, our, our network on Xama and our network on Polkadot can be same at the first point, but it will be different and getting more different and different. So we should focus more on the Polkadot parachain rather than the Xama parachain. That's why we highly likely skip the Xama parachain. I see. And so so when you say, you know, you will become more and more different, the two versions, I guess what you mean by yeah. that is, depending on the project building on top, you will need to mm-hmm. spend your energy on different things. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, exactly. Okay, got you. And the Web3 Foundation has a two networks, Sama and the Polkadot, but they have a lot a lot of developers, right? So that's why they can do the two things. But for us, we have uh, 10 members at this moment, and it's decentralized, but we still need to focus on the one things rather than the two things to make the most of Plasma Network. Right, so, so let's talk about your team. Um... You say you have 10 cool. developers. Yeah. Um, can you yep. tell us a bit more about who's, who are the people in the team? And uh, cool. maybe, and, and by the way, how are you funded? Yeah, cool. Uh, so let me explain our team first. Um, my name is Sota Watanabe. I'm a co-founder of the Product Network. And the I used to work at a startup in US called Chronicle. And after coming back to Japan, I became uh, the the blockchain researcher at the University of Tokyo, obviously uh, highest university in Japan. And the now I'm a task force member of Trusted Web, 
Council led by Japanese government, so which is sort of a Web3 Council by the government. And the CTO is Takumi. He is nominated one of the 16 best engineers by the Japanese government two years ago. And the, the COO was a country manager of Omisego and the Securitize. And the, he joined our team um, six months ago. And we have a two PhD students at Osaka University and the University of Tokyo. And the one gold medalist of international programming contest in Korea. And the one Russian hacker. Yeah, he, the, he is really talented. And the recently uh, another Korean member joined our team and we have uh, one Chinese developer. So mainly in Asia, but our team is growing. And the, yeah, um, when I was a researcher at the University of Tokyo, I met the CTO and the CTO was making all blockchain, his original blockchain, but it's, it was sort of like ridiculous <laughs> since he is making all blockchain, but uh, no usage. <laughs> so he, yeah, he know how to make blockchain and the, so I think that one of the most important things is networking effect and building a product on the top of uh, the movement. Yeah, that's why we chose Polkadot since we, I'm sure that Polkadot is gonna be big and the Polkadot was small community at this moment, two years ago. And we started making Plasma Network on Polkadot and the, yeah, um, I think our community is getting bigger and bigger. Yes. And the currently we, uh, we got seed investment and the angel investment from uh, several angel investors, including a professor and also uh, the CEO of Sony and the EX uh, chief investment officers at Salesforce Japan and so on. Wow. That's some serious uh, angel investing, huh? Um, who, yeah, 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 yeah. Who, who uh, was the lead investor angel. in the angel run? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the Koki-san, uh, he is the sort of my mentor and he graduated uh, University of Tokyo and the Stanford University and the yeah um, he is a CEO and chairman at the Japanese listed company oh, wow so for people who are uh, don't know what Todai or Tokyo University is about Tokyo uh, yeah, University yeah, yeah. is like Harvard Princeton Stanford of uh, of Japan <laughs> Over Japan, yeah, yeah, over Japan. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have a very talented team there, uh, especially with, uh, I guess you mentioned um, uh, the com computing Olympic, uh, like gold mm -hmm. medalist. I mean, that's like yeah. earning like uh, like um, some sort of like international uh, math medal or something, right? Uh, so very talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess, you know, you have a great team. What you're trying to achieve is very, very useful and ambitious the next question i have is right. what stage are you at when because i know i know you're on rococo in some sort of way you need polka dot to be online right because polka dot is not online right, right. now so what are the timeline yep. looking like so uh polka dot has a mainnet but uh it's a kind of beta version right now and the, it will be uh, fully launched probably end of this year or the beginning of the next year. And the, we would like to be the first Polkadot parachain. That's the highest priority at this moment. And the, we have already connected our blockchain to Rococo. So technically, we are ready to connect our blockchain to Polkadot. But uh, the, the, the 
the parachain auction date will be announced by the Web3 Foundation. And the, yeah, they are doing their best to develop Polkadot at this moment. So meanwhile, we would like to support layer two roll up solutions on the top of Plasma Network. And we would like to shift our consensus algorithm from proof of authority to proof of stake. So again, the first things is the, um, so first things will be uh, supporting like Ethereum uh, compatibility and the testing out uh, XMP cross-chain messaging passing on Lococo and the shifting our consensus from proof of authority to proof of stake and the becoming a Polkadot fast parachain. And the, we would like to enable governance as well in, in, in this year. Right, uh, wait, wait, this year, 2020? Yeah, 2020 or the beginning of the next year. Okay, so you want to achieve uh, EVM compatibility, uh, yep. you become the first parachain on Polkadot mainnet. Yep. Yep. Um, you yep. test the XCMO, uh, CON. XMP. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. Cross-chain cross -chain messaging passing. Yeah, cross-chain messaging passing, uh, and you want to enable governance. All of this before the end yeah. of 2020 or beginning at 2021? Um, I think the proof of stake and the Ethereum compatibility will be quarter four, 2020, and the becoming a parachain and the governance will be the quarter one, 2021. Got you, got you. And one more question. How do you become a Polkadot parachain? Because I, I think it's, it's an auction format, right? So that means there will be competition. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. So, uh, Actually, to be honest, I don't know the number of the Polkadot parachain. So it can be 10, it can be, you know, five, it can be 15. So uh, based on the numbers, the, the number of the dot will be changed. So I believe, so let's say uh, 10 parachain at the first point in 2021, quarter one. So, Obviously, more than 10 projects are building a parachain, and we're going to have an auction. To be a parachain, we have to attract a lot of dots. Mm -hmm. So we are going to have a dot lock drop. Mm. So let's say you have a dot holder, and you can lock your dots on our parachain slot for two years or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, you, by locking your dots, you can get PLM token. But... The, after the two years, the dot will be returned. So you are basically, you are paying opportunity cost. So you will not lose your dots. And the, if you are a long-term dot holder, you have a two choice. The first way is staking. Another way is joining a parachain auction. And the, we set all the parameter to make it, uh, make the, 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 dot lock drop beneficial than staking. Right. So ROI of the stake plasma lock, dot lock drop is better, mm -hmm. the bigger mm -hmm. than staking. Mm -hmm. So we would like to publish the, the first draft probably uh, next month or in this year. I, I think uh, this is very relevant for the maybe the not developer listeners of this. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. are a dot holder and you want to get some uh, returns on that dot, 
Um, by the way, mm -hmm. I, I personally believe Polkadot will be um, pretty big going forward because I think yep. Ethereum has been, Ethereum obviously is the biggest, and that's partly because yep. it really never had any serious competition. Uh, if yep. you, the, the, yeah, like they're, they're you know, you, you cannot, a, a project maybe like, um, I don't know, like even like near or scale, they're so new, the, 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 you know, mm -hmm. and, and given the team behind the Polkadot, uh, Gavin Wood, who's a, you know, developer of the Solidity language as well as CTO, as a yeah. co-founder, right? That's a huge, yeah. incredible team. Um, so I think in the future, I do see, you know, Polkadot, taking shares in the market um and i because i i do this you know podcast i i, I speak to many different teams and i know that mm -hmm. scalability is a huge problem you, you literally they could yeah. just cannot do what they want to do on ethereum if you are mm -hmm. a dex right like mm -hmm. people say uniswap is great Uniswap is great because of the simple ux but in terms of, of the yep. transaction it's a pain because I need to wait for I don't know how many seconds or minutes to get my transaction <laughs> yeah, right. confirmed, right? Right. You know, I, I know this. Uh, I know this uh, team. So, personally, I think Dot will do, do well. So, if you want to stake your Dot, mm -hmm. you can stake uh, with Plasm. And just for everybody's information, I personally have staked my ETH for their ETH lock drop, mm -hmm. right? So. Got it. Yeah. So, so it is. It, 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 I look forward to to the to the progress. In terms of the application on the top of Plasm Network, I'm really interested in Dex on the top of uh, Plasm Network on the on the Polkadot. So you have mentioned the Uniswap. But the Uniswap can be only changed, you know. Uh, so only Ethereum and the ERC20 token can be changed on the top of uh, Uniswap by using Uniswap. But uh, if you make Dex on the top of Polkadot parachain, so you can exchange, I believe, the all almost all type of the token. Since the Bitcoin will be connected to Polkadot and the Ethereum going to be connected to the Polkadot. So we can exchange the Bitcoin value and the Ethereum value on the top of um, Polkadot. And the obviously uh, you can you can exchange the Polkadot parachains token and the ERC20 token. This is going to be so huge. Yeah. And the yeah, Dex need a layer two solution like a uh, rollup, yeah. and the Uniswap will support optimistic rollup, and the Cub is supporting like a zk rollup. So that's why we are implementing layer two technologies on the top of a parachain, and we are going to implement Dex on the top of the Plasma network. Yeah, I think this is, this is exciting, and and I think for people who want to know more about layer two solutions, uh, research you mm -hmm. know zk rollup and optimistic rollup. This has been a fantastic conversation. I think very informative. Thank you so much, Sota, for taking the time. And uh, I hope you'll be back on the show when you have more product launches and features to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. And I enjoyed the conversation.